It's nearly the halfway point in the F1 season, or it might be the halfway point, or it might be more than halfway, I don't know, all the races are cancelling, <laughs> who knows, but we're going to do an almost mid-season review of the F1 grid, uh, we're going to go team by team, driver by driver, and give our evaluation. This is the Final Corner Podcast, and I'm joined, as always, by Nick and Tom. Welcome again. Hello. How are you, Colin? I am fantastic. I am admiring uh, Nick's Googling skills <laughs> to put together a stats pack. So yeah, it would be uh, nothing without yeah. Nick's stat research here. It was surprisingly yeah. quick to do as well. Yeah, I'm just looking at this, wondering well, how you can slot in some 1993 bits to car references. It's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, 1993. That was the year when uh, <laughs> the car upside down is the Toyota, right? Oh, uh, yeah, quite possibly. I was born well, in 93, so I'm not going to pretend to know what that meant. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Google that. Yeah, that is. <laughs> so, we're 11 races into the F1 season already, which seems mad. It only feels like it started a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're in the mid-season break, which... Maybe close to the halfway point now, as Suzuka's just been cancelled. And yeah. the stand-in race, which was going to be the US Grand Prix twice. There's a bit of Dubai where that'll happen as well. Plus Brazil, I'm not sure about that, so who knows. Come on, we've said all along that's not going to happen. Yeah, so we're going to, I think we're going to have five races at Abu Dhabi at the end, just to make up the calendar. <laughs> so, oh, am I correct I in saying that LaSalle might be on the list as well? Supposedly, yes. In Qatar, mm-hmm. I don't like that track. No, but I've only there. seen it for I think one world touring car race, but yeah, it wasn't exciting. Yeah, it was used for a world touring car race, right? And it's used every year for MotoGP. And every year when I start the new MotoGP game, the first race is a sale, and it's like, oh, I've got to get through this before the good part starts. Mm. <laughs> That's some ringing endorsement in that track. Coming oh, in. there's yeah. there's two parts of the track which are nigh on identical, and and every time I completely forget. Oh, is it the slightly tighter one or the not the slightly more open one? If you look at the map, it's basically like the first first half is repeated twice. It's really weird. Anyway, it's sad that Suzuka will not be around again. Indeed. No, I'm slightly I'm surprised not. given they just had the Olympics and currently having the Paralympics. Mm. Like, why is F1 so much higher risk than the Olympics? It's probably it's so much lower of a priority. Mm, and I imagine the Olympics provide an extra quarantine period that the F1 grid won't do. Yeah. That'd be my oh, guess. yeah, true, because F1 has to come from somewhere and go to somewhere. But mm. mm. I think Tokyo, you had to go out in advance and stay in the dorms. Right, yeah. I mean, I also just hope everybody in these nations that are back in lockdowns or in restrictions are keeping well as well as they can be. I mean, it sounds a bit rough in America at the minute. Yeah. Oof. So we're all very privileged here doing a podcast. Very true. From the house. So <laughs> but I think yeah, we're on I was going to say, it so. didn't make any sense because we're all b- b- remote. Yeah, oh, so. this is still lockdown for me, essentially. I still work for the house. I podcast for the house. Eat, sleep, yeah. drink, the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lockdown's never ended. Anyway, do you want to start with Mercedes then? Top boys at the moment. Indeed. How many points are they ahead of Red Bull here? Quick maths. Um, 12. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 12 points ahead. Been on the back foot for much of the season, but somehow mm. came out of the break up top in both championships. Lewis Hamilton 
Oh, is a few points ahead of Verstappen now? What, eight or something? I think it's eight points ahead. Yep, yep. Which is essentially a, a race. So he's not too not in too shabby a position considering how bad mm. um, it looked like the Mercedes were going to struggle after a couple of rounds. I think we all said after the season got started a few rounds in, ooh, the Red Bull are looking fast. They're looking fast, 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 rapid. Oh, no one can catch them. But then I was remembering the Vettel years at Ferrari where he always had a good season start and then it all sort of yeah. faded away. And my theory then was, ah, but it's Mercedes turning up the wick. F1, they know what they're doing. It's all scripted. I mean, I'm exaggerating a bit. I don't know if that's happening here. It's much closer, right? But ultimately, Mercedes are leading again. They are. It just shows through, I think, the experience over the last few years of leading. That's probably a better thing to say rather than my conspiracy theory. (laughs) It has helped that two races in a row, Red Bull's been putting the ball behind a Mercedes. So... That yes. has helped him slightly. Certainly helped Hamilton. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, look at the inner team battle. Hamilton and Bottas. Um, Bottas has been spanked in summary so far. Pretty much. Um, he's not even third or fourth in championship. He's sitting fifth, I believe. No, he's sitting fourth, sorry. Apologies. He's fourth. Lando Norris has managed to get ahead and stay ahead. But, but not second or third. Interestingly for me, I don't want to jump ahead a bit, but he's better than fifth, and in fifth is his chief rival. So on paper to Hamilton, it looks terrible. Mm. But then really, what do you expect? And at the same time, is he playing the number two role? Well, apart from obviously his incidents in the Miller and stuff like that. I thought that wasn't really his fault. Mm. Yeah, I think it just shows that he's behind on everything. Um, <laughs> if you see what I mean, he's... He can't match Hamilton in qualifying the majority of the time. He can't match him in the race. Fastest laps. And it's... Points. Yeah, it's just poor in general, I think, from Bottas this year. Yeah, there's not a single stat there where he's ahead, which is pretty damning. 8-3 in qualifying is a thrashing, isn't it? Yeah. 6-2 in the races. 9-2 in the races. Oh, really? Been 11 races. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, the stats I put together, I believe, are just for races that were finished by both. Ah, okay. Oh, right. Yeah, makes sense. Right. Yeah, that's Still, fair, either way. Was. Yeah, because he, he can't go blame Bottas for George Russell killing him. No. Yeah. I mean, there's not too, almost not too much to say here about the Bottas-Hamilton rivalry because I don't think there is one. No. It's the Russell-Bottas-Lift rivalry that's more, more important. True. The only thing you could say in Bottas' defence is that he's been in the second quickest car and he is above the guy that was in a quicker car than him. Yeah. And if you look at it that way, he's probably done okay. Mm-hmm. And you consider the Imola one wasn't his fault, but then the Hungary crash was his fault. Yeah, that wasn't a good mm. one. No, so... You would expect it would be sitting third, but Landon Orange has just been so outstanding. That's, that's, that's made him yeah. look worse than maybe he's done. But in previous years, he's took a couple of poles off of Hamilton and he's took a couple of wins earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This year, he's Doesn't never it, looked like doing it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, as you said, in theory, this is almost a perfect number two on paper, mm-hmm. which is what Mercedes want and need, right? 
but but it just doesn't even look like challenging whereas in previous years he did and then was told to calm down a bit <laughs> yeah I mean what was it um what was the race where he was told to move over and he didn't for a long time? Spain. Spain. Yeah. Spain. I think that's the last time he had any kind of inkling that he could possibly challenge for the title. Mm. Everything since then has just been downhill. Still six podiums out of eleven. No, that's fine in its own right. He's done better. He's done. He's done better than Perez. So that has, yeah. that's that has to be the comparison. Yep. Um, but he's still. Yeah, he's not. He's not on the level of the front two. No, and Perez is still settling into his team, ish. Bottas has been there for a long time. Yeah, the thing with that excuse is that we're thin soon. Oh yeah. yes. So it's valid now. I'm with you. Mm. But if we're still saying that at the end of the year, uh, no. Yeah. So Mark, Mark, so ten for Bottas. <sighs> Tom, six. Uh, yeah, I'd say six. Uh, I'll, I'll be a bit kind on seven. Okay. Did did I really expect him to beat Max and Lewis at the start of the year? Probably not. He's probably done what he can. It just looks really bad in comparison to who's racing. It's, ju- it's just a bigger gap to pace than Hamilton mm. than it has been. That's the that's the reason I marked him a bit lower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but Hamilton as as you know we're all talking about Bottas, aren't we? But let's not forget Sir Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> and I think controversial moments but he has he's been there to pick up the points and he's been there to put pressure I don't want to blow smoke too much smoke up his backside because we're clearly biased but <laughs> he's 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 driven well bar that one incident at Silverstone and mm-hmm. I still don't put 100% blame on him I've maybe put uh, 70% blame on him or you can argue about ratio but it was the majority fault it wasn't at all fault for that um, but every other race he's been relatively quick he's stuck to Verstappen when he needed to mm. and he's been quite intelligent at times like Spain he got out of the way when Verstappen was coming flying through Emily did try and fight it but and he got pushed out but he managed, oh, to, went over the curbs, yeah. he managed to keep mm. it in a d- decent place so there's been moments where he's had to take a bit of a beating at times but still stick about it's funny when you talk and stuff from Mac comes back to your memory, right? Because in Imola, he also threw it mm. off the road. I'm not to reverse, remember? Yeah, he still did. Which is probably, in my opinion, a bigger mistake than the Silverstone incident. Oh, find me on the internet and tell me how wrong I am. <laughs> yeah, that's when he was trying to lap George Russell, wasn't it? Yeah. Or mm. Latifi. I think it may have been Russell. And then half a lap later, Russell wipes out Bottas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised Total Wolf didn't kill him that day. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. That's because the contract's already signed. <coughs> <laughs> yes. But still, fourth wins in what's been the majority of the season, the second was car, and that fight, it out. that fight back at Silverstone was incredible. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, put aside anything else that happened in that race. Yeah. The fight back and the drive to keep pushing to that level, perfect laps, that, that takes world mm-hmm. champion level skill, doesn't it? It does, yeah. But that's forgotten. Everyone just remembers the uh, Max Verstappen saying it was disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Which is, don't think any of us actually agree with, but yeah. No. <laughs> but just the fact that he's managed to get three pole positions in a, a year where the Red Bull is supposedly 
dominant. I still think it's a better car, but it's not been dominant. Yeah. But yeah, he's got the speed and he's got the intelligence. Ah, yeah, that's a crucial point, that, the intelligence. Yeah. He's always pushing there and he's determined, but I think he... Okay, apart from one obvious example that we keep going back to. Man, it's just you can't stop thinking about it, right? It's just mm. there all the time. You wake up in the morning, Silverstone, cops. <laughs> um, he, I think he has also been savvy several times this year, which mm. you will not remember or talk about or create a headline with when knowing to when he's beaten and to focus on P2. The Turkington approach, as we would know. The Turkington approach. Good reference there. Yeah. That's exactly it, though. Yeah. Just get all the points you can and see what happens. Yep. I deduct a mark for Silverstone crash. Mm-hmm. Now you've reminded me of the Imola incident, I'd probably go 8 out of 10. It's not been perfect, but there's been some outstanding moments. Mm-hmm. And even at Hungary last week, that was a that was a nice fight back. Oh, yeah, it was. Because as Christian Horner said, you can't overtake around the Hungarian. I mean... <laughs> 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 yeah, okay, I'm going to go 9. Which, feel free to, again to disagree with me on the internet. Tweet me. I, I, I can't actually decide, so I'm going to go for the random eight and a half. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are halves allowed? They are now. We should have disagreed, disagreed agreed beforehand, <laughs> shouldn't we? Yeah, okay, halves it is then. Brilliant. I'm going to change my score. He no, has good. knocked down a few. Yeah. He has been fine. outstanding in most of the races, but he's had a few mistakes. It's not been a perfect season. Yeah, that's what I would go with. Fair enough. Okay, on to the, well, the favourite for both championships still, I believe. Red Bull and Max Verstappen Perez, so 12 points behind in the team's championship. Max, start with him. I would say he, he's done outstandingly well. He's in, he's in a quick car for the first time. But I'm just looking at his results and could he have won, he's won five races, could he have won eight? Probably should have. Oh, I've just remembered Hamilton being great against Verstappen in Bahrain. <laughs> yeah. But then also Verstappen also making some mistakes. They both made mistakes there and they both fought, which leads me on to Verstappen. He could have probably should have won that race. That's an awful sentence. Could have, should have probably won. <laughs> <laughs> Gibberish. That, that, so go back to your point though anyway, Colin. That could have been one that springs to mind where that was perhaps a... A wasted victory. There was some strategy call there, though, that, that was not fully his fault. So there's a team error on that one. Hmm. Portugal, what was that? What happened in Portugal? Was it just too windy for the Red Bull? I think it was. Yeah, just something didn't gel with it. Yeah. Spain, they were outfoxed on the strategy again. Mm-hmm. He had to hold on with the old tyres. Hamilton pitted for another set. So there's at least two clear ones there where I think maybe not him, mm-hmm. but, but the team got the strategy calls a bit iffy. Hmm. But personally, can't take anything away from him. He has been rapid oh, yeah. and aggressive and taking the fight to the seven-time world champion. Or as Christian Horner said, the eight-time world champion. <laughs> <laughs> do you memorise everything Christian Horner says? I do now, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't really criticise him for much this year. No. Um, the... As a Bajan, it's not his fault either, is it? No, that was a bullet on the oh, street. Silverstone won. I still think he had a part to play in it. I'd agree mm-hmm. with that. So that would be the only real thing I could say against him. Yeah, Bahrain, he made that mistake. He probably could have let Hamilton back past in a better position. 
Yeah, he left let it back in the wrong place, didn't he? So that was probably one. And then what was the other bad race he had? It was Hungary, the last one. That wasn't his fault. Yeah. Yeah, so if you take away, let's say, Azerbaijan puncher, Hungary rammed off the road. Silverstone controversial incident. That's three. Mm-hmm. Is that three non-skulls? Yep. Yeah. That's but, never... uh, Hungary got a, po- a couple of points. Oh, he got a point, didn't he? Oh, a couple of points. You're mm-hmm. right, you're right. But near as damn it. So to be actually this close is testament to how quick he's been mm-hmm. elsewhere. I think. Mm-hmm. It just feels like and... a couple of missed opportunities for Red Bull. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's... If you were to rate the team, yes, exactly. getting back up to the sharp end has perhaps let him down a couple of times. Although they did design the car to get him there, so they haven't really. Yeah, well, the car itself is good. The, yeah. uh, the teamwork at the racetrack has not been brilliant. Mm-hmm. Not always for their own faults, but... Yep. but yeah, Max has been totally dominant over Perez, which I, well, I think most people expected, but probably not quite as much has been happened. I think it was expected, and then at Imola, when Perez out qualified him, like, oh, here we go, he's shown his true class now. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> did well to win in Azerbaijan, did Perez? Mm. Pick up the scraps. He was in the right position to be there. Oh, Hamon. With his magic brakes. That's the other bad race he had. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, the magic brake button. What did I give him a nine? <laughs> See, that's where the half comes in. <laughs> Can I renege on that and go half? Yeah, no, I'm gonna stick to that. Uh, well, I'd give Max a nine for me. He's been pretty good. Considering it's his first year fighting for a championship, there's only been a couple of wobbles. Mm. Considering how long he's been in the game in Red Bull and how good, how high he is held in terms of his. Uh, pace. He hasn't actually won that many races till this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think. No. Um, you know, you sort of think, oh, he's won 20 races. Nope. So I'm going to go nine and a half. <laughs> oh, I'm going to put him ahead of Lewis Hamilton. Well, I would go with a, a straight nine for this one. Because I think he has made a couple of mistakes. Not, well, one biggish one. The other's just little ones, but it is his first time fighting for a championship. Mm. But yeah, you can't doubt the speed. Yep, yeah, just just for me, I think you can't. Yeah, his racecraft, apart from I don't know, sometimes he's been a bit too robust. Mm-hmm. And there's the Silverstone thing, but the the big loss of points were completely not his fault, and the race wins thrown away were strategic calls. So I feel like so far he's been the best driver on the grid. That's my opinion. Mm. Oh yeah, but will he win the championship? Well, I don't actually, think, I don't I'm think not so. sure about that one yet. We'll come to that. Oh, sorry, I was talking over you there. What did you say? I said I'm not too sure about best driver on the grid. Ah, okay. In terms of a score, but we'll come to that. Hmm. Oh, sounds like you've been thinking ahead of time there, Nick. Which, uh, which is bit. ideal. <laughs> Thanks for carrying us too. <laughs> yeah, his teammate though, Sergio Perez. He's been a big letdown for me. Even though he's won a race, which fair play to him. He mm-hmm. capitalised on Hamilton and Verstappen not finishing. But only one other podium in the quickest car. Yeah. He's been roundly beaten by Bottas a lot. And we've just spent 
two minutes slagging <laughs> Bottas off. You can right off to start the season for like settling in, but now he's got it over. Because uh, from if you believe the rumors, there's people in Red Bull who are not happy with him. Oh, really? You've heard it here first. I don't. I don't know. I'm not aware of that. Apparently, Helmut Marko, our favorite oh, doctor. Oh, well, there's a surprise. Is he happy with anybody that's not called that? <laughs> no, I don't believe so. I think he's quite happy with, with Gasly, and that is the rumour that's floating about that is between those two, but I can still see Perez being there next year. Yeah. I, I just... He needs to pick it up. Especially now there's a fight in the championship. Like Mercedes have clawed something back. He needs to be there. Mm-hmm. I don't think Red Bull care too much about the constructors, though. I think what we saw at Silverstone where Perez was in the points, but they decided to pit him yeah. just to take away the fastest lap point from Hamilton in the Drivers' Championship to favour Max. Like If you cared about the Constructors' Championship, then you'd get the one or two points that Perez was going to get, I think. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, and I do agree, but I, they do care about the Championship, but it's secondary right. to the Drivers. Yeah, how I'd put fair it. enough. Yeah, That's better. If you look at these mistakes for the year... Uh, Emma, he went off mm-hmm. when he had a good chance of some good points there. Britain, he pinned it in the sprint. And then in the race, yeah, he, he got stuck behind an Alpha Tauri and uh, Alpha Romeo. Just mm-hmm. got stuck there forever. Hungary wasn't as full. And then just the other races like Spain and Austria were just meh. He's, yep. he's not quite doing the job they brought him in for. But he's close to it. He's closer than album was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see, he's <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not eight for nine. He's like five for six. True. Yeah. But I think, and as we discussed reasons. previously, my theory to that is it's only because Red Bull's further away from the midfield in terms of qualifying pace. He's still half a second or six tenths behind, which is what album did. It's just in, in last year's field that put album seventh. Mm. Very true. So, so I'm not. I'm not convinced. I'm not yeah, convinced. I think but I hope he can uh, do better. Yes, yeah, so do I. But I think one of the telling stats we've got written down here is that um, he's only been ahead of Max for 26 laps this season. Oh, that's a good stat. And Max has been ahead of him for 543. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it in that context, well, yeah, and also 10 to one in qualifying. Yeah, Max's favour. They're not good. They're not pretty. I think of those laps as well that he was ahead. Mm-hmm. Silverstone when Max went in the wall lap one. And yeah. then Azerbaijan at the end of the race where Max ended up in the wall. And possibly, I can't remember which trek it was. I think it might have been in Austria where they just left him out um, in uh, the lead for ages it. to help with strategy for Max. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, again, favouring Max over the Constructors' mm-hmm. Championship. Yes, but he's still got half a season um, to, to improve. And I think he'll be there next season unless he does something ridiculously bad. Mm. But yeah, it's definitely not been brilliant so far. He'll hang on to the fact that it's new rules as well, right? So the car will be more designed mm-hmm. to his, or more tailored to him, I suppose. Fair yeah. comp, which is what Ricardo will tout as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's unfortunate for him that there's a guy in the sister team doing brilliant again. So yeah, there's always going to be that pressure, and it doesn't help when Helmut Marko keeps opening his mouth in the media. It just yeah. it just ramps up narratives that probably don't need to be ramped up. I'm 
What score would you give him, Colin? Probably a six. I've been. I was expecting a bit more from him already. Mm. Yeah. I think I said six for Bottas, so I'm going five and a half Perez. I was going to go with a five. Ah, there we go. Same sort of basic thing, but yeah. Becoming part solid, but should have been so much better. Yeah, it needs to be solid and quicker. Yeah. Mm, with you on that one. Uh, at least he's not down one of those, one of those drivers that only ever won one race. Yes, that's true. The monkey off your back. Yeah, to uh, still work to do. It's a, yeah, one one two podiums, one one is isn't enough. Mm-hmm. So Scuderia Ferrari. Oh, Every, I like everyone, it. everyone's favourite team. Bella Macchina. <laughs> they are third on is it second places, Nick. Apparently so. Yes, they're tied on points with McLaren, but they have two second places. McLaren Ooh. has uh, one, I believe. Or is it no? Sorry, they have third places. Yeah. No, no second place. Three, three podiums for Norris. That's good going. But as for mm. Ferrari, <laughs> yeah. So it's been what one podium for Leclerc, and is it two for Sainz now? I think so. Yeah. Because he, he got Monaco. He's had a second place and a third, I think, isn't it? Yeah, he got second in Monaco ah, and yes. third in Hungary. Yep. Hungary. <laughs> At the Hungara Ring. Imaginative title for a racetrack. <laughs> yeah. The weird thing with Ferrari this year is they're like amazing one weekend and then terrible the next. And I just cannot put my finger on are they quick or not? Like Leclerc at Silverstone was incredible. Hmm. Science at Monaco was really good. Yeah. Uh, Quite took pole there. Yes. That was even better. Mm. And pole in Azerbaijan, right? Which is a bit random. Yeah, so yeah. there's been a couple of different tracks they've been good at. Yeah, but it's they're real, not... Like, really slow, twisty ones and then really fast ones at Silverstone. Yeah, like, if you look at Norris, he's consistently in the top five. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ferrari are like, well, hey, it's a challenge for a win. Oh, no, let's qualify. I mean, one race, didn't they both qualify outside the top ten? Oh, a couple of times, actually. Yeah. France was a bad one for them. I remember yeah. that. France was terrible. The tyres were just being destroyed, weren't they, through the race? So, oh, my word. I, don't know. I think they're both great drivers, but that car is a bit weird. Or the team don't yeah. fully understand it. Yeah. Step forward from last peaky. year, though. Hmm. Like the Williams, really. Anyway. True. It does seem to be affected a lot more by weather conditions and mm. heat and so forth. Yep. But I think both drivers have done good jobs so far this year. I think they've outperformed the car. Hmm. The two poles are incredible. And then 6-5 hmm. in the races towards Leclerc, but Signs ahead on points. Mm. Sign, he's he's behind in qualifying, but he's done really well to get up there in the races with Chow. Mm. And he's, we can say he's competitive right away in that car. I think so. Yeah. Well, as, think so. as inconsistently competitive as you can be. Mm. Yeah, he, but he's, he's there with Clark at the end of the day. Whereas True. Other, other teams like... McLaren and Red Bull, there's a big gap Mercedes. between the, the new driver and the, the, the old driver. Whereas this, Sainz has adapted pretty well, and it mm-hmm. looks like he's he's getting a bit more consistent. I still feel that Leclerc has the edge 
on yeah. pace. But the fact that you have to think about it and discuss it is mm-hmm. a really po- positive thing for Saints, I think. Going into next year, one to watch, I think, if the car's any good. You know, yeah, I do agree. Charles is this Ferrari prodigy, mm-hmm. and he should be the dominant team player, and maybe he's still a team leader, but Saints just, I don't know, is beguiling, isn't he? And he gets on with it, and doesn't upset the hornet's nest seemingly so it's almost almost like i think a part of science's performance is how he plays the political game in that he's yeah. actually approachable and friendly and people like him well he was brought in in some people's eyes as a number two to leclerc yeah oh, i thought proved so. to be equal yeah um especially in race trim i think leclerc still has the ultimate pace over him mm. but not by much i'm um, interested to see over the second half of the season of yeah. The qualifying gap comes down. Yeah, that's very true. Mm. I mean, if you look at the laps ahead, Leclerc's more mm-hmm. than double, or oh, around about double. But, um, so it could be that there's been some unlucky results for Leclerc there to mask it on the points. But at the end of the day, points mean prizes. Mm-hmm. Although, for whatever reason, it lost Paul the rest of his job to score more points than his teammate back in the day. So, <laughs> nothing's yeah. guaranteed. And money talks sometimes and everyone of Well, so. there is that, yeah. Of which science has got good backing, so Yeah. Not not personal funds, I believe, but sponsorship from uh Spanish companies and like Australia and for example. Oh Australia. Oh dear God. <laughs> no? Oh after that I had a bad night on Australia, so uh, <laughs> every time I see it or hear about it I just have a flashback. Uh, that was not yeah. It's, I think it's Australia zero percent is sponsored by. So ah, there we go. That's nice, <laughs> nice and sensible. But I mean, he's got this two-year contract, but everyone thinks, oh, Mick Schumacher getting in there. I wouldn't do that at the minute. No, no, I can't see that. Not in the short term, definitely. No, and the the, the seem to be quite happy leaving. Mick really is. Mm-hmm. If he suddenly comes alive, then oh yeah, Carlos going to have to look over his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. He's not done anything wrong to get dropped. It would be a oh no, not it'd at all. Be purely like PR and political mm. to to make that switch. I can see Sainz and Leclerc being Ferrari teammates for five plus years. Nice, that's happy. I'm su- uh, you know that appeases yeah. me. As long as they uh, don't fall out with each other, yeah, yeah. big time. Or across a company car. Yeah, it's probably a bit strange actually. Then if you think about it, if they're eyeing up Mick Schumacher, why they mm. went for Sainz. Because they put the sale on a, I think they underrated him. Yeah, they probably underestimated. Did. Yeah. Because if you're if you're grooming Mick Schumacher, why would you not just leave a Vettel there or mm. put someone in there that everyone knows won't be there in a year or two? But his signs was going really well at McLaren. Kimi Raikkonen back. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but it's just like you know, if you're if you're grooming a guy to come up in two years' time and you've just signed us really fast young driver who's got six or seven years of experience now mm. it's a bit of a strange move if you're if you're yeah. just thinking about booting him out already depends if Leclerc they to Mercedes. considered him as well yes yeah. i'm not convinced schumacher will ever drive for ferrari Ooh. whether he's good enough or not relevant to that i'm just not sure he'll get in there i'll have to find somewhere else then mm. yeah it's definitely a tougher path for him now that signs is doing okay Mm. Yeah, I mean he's welcome to it later. He's doing okay in that vehicle, but 
Mm. It doesn't matter if in the current scenario because it's not close to the field enough to yeah. fully show his potential, I think. Indeed. Might be next year, though, if they exist. <laughs> so, scores for both of them. Leclerc had marked down for not starting the Monaco Grand Prix because they banned oh, it in qualifying. Yeah, right. But then the team didn't find ah, the yes. damage when they probably should have. Mm. Still um, he still binned it. I don't remember him doing much else wrong. He done incredible on Silverstone. And then Sainz, I don't remember him doing too much. I think he had an off at Hungary where he, he got that qualify. gusty wind. Yeah. But apart from that, I don't really remember him doing oh, anything was, majorly. There was something else. Yeah, I feel like there was something else that Sainz has done wrong, but I can't think what it is, so it can't be that bad. Hmm. <laughs> That might come to us in a flash of inspiration later in yeah. the podcast. Did but he for now, Colin. Or... Oh, do you have God? Uh, I'll give them both eight out of ten anyway. Right. That's where I was going as well. Eight out of ten for both. Um, I'm going to be I a think... contrarian and give them four. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to go eight out of ten both. Because <laughs> I think Leclerc has possibly ever so slightly overperformed in quality and Sainz has done better than expected for his first season yeah fair, fair cop second at Monaco you can't really argue with that mm-hmm. nope aren't you everyone's favourite team I think Maca Maca <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what McLaren's full name is this year but McLaren same uh, points as Ferrari but sitting fourth in the championship and now Super Lando Norris has uh, given Danny Rick a good scalping so far Lando yeah. Lando He's got time to be a Twitch star and be a good Formula One driver. Indeed. And set up Quadrant, which is like this. Oh, it's this youth yes. lifestyle <laughs> brand who have and has a YouTube channel where they play, I don't know, Wreckfest together. Right. Yeah, they're all sorts of weird things together. They take they've taken like all these sort of top YouTube content creators and put them together with Lando Norris at the at the head of it. Alright. Yeah. yeah. You know, get it. down with the kids, Colin. <laughs> Quadrant, oh, even uh. though there's five of them. Oh, That's geez, a good point. Uh, <laughs> but I believe it's based on his um, car number, number four. Ah, uh, uh, that's what it is. Yeah, they've got like this merchandise you can buy and stuff like this. Mm. To be fair, he's diversifying his income, but I think oh, he's no. probably making a few ball from F1 as it is. I think so. I don't think I'd struggle on his F1 salary and have to do Twitch streaming as well. So he must probably enjoy gets paid it. less than Ricardo, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it's um, the Twitch well, thing, though. Well, yeah, is yeah. Who knows what that new contract is? I think the mm. the internet thing to go on a slight tangent is is good to bring a younger audience to Formula One that's less mm. stuffy. So fine by me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But he's been probably the most consistent guy in the grid. Three thirds, mm. two fourths, four fifths. Oh, easily, yeah. And then two bad races, hung uh, Spain, where I just didn't. I don't remember them being that quick. And then mm-hmm. Hungary, where Bottas wiped out. Yeah. Apart from that, he's been outstanding. He was the last driver to finish every race in the points up until recently as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he could have. It was remember he was quite close to pole and Emma as well, and he had to track limits. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That got everyone excited, didn't it, for a minute? It's purple. It's purple. It's denied. Yeah. <laughs> also in Austria as well, wasn't he? He was like. Austria was up. In fact, 100. it was very close. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he was ahead of 
Verstappen to the last corner or something like that when they played it back. Yep. He even got a compliment from Sir Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. When you and we did say at the start of the season, he's got to watch his back with Ricardo coming in because Ricardo's coming in with a big name, reputation, and could take over the team. What do we know? Yeah. Pretty much put his foot down and say, "This is my team. Get up to my level." I um, mean, if he said it like that in a Scottish accent, that would be even better. <laughs> he did. He absolutely did. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he's battered Ricardo just about every weekend. Yes, yeah. just smashed it. I really, personally, this is slightly controversial now, especially in the current context. I felt I kind of rated Saints a bit higher than him when they were teammates mm. across the couple of years there. Oh, yeah. um, so it makes me think, what could Saints do in the McLaren this year? But smashing Ricardo certainly raises your stocks. And yeah. fair play and well done. But the thing is, he was matching Saints, and it was only his second season. Now he's in his third. That's season. a fair I do point. Believe he stepped up. If he was with yes. Science still, would they still be together, or would Lando be slightly quicker than Science? Which don't know is the question to that, but or the answer to that even. <laughs> he's definitely matured this year. Mm. The one thing I've not really liked is uh, in the public interviews. He's not been scared to have a little niggle at the team mm. and apportion blame elsewhere where they've done stuff wrong. But I feel like you could. He could probably play the PR game a bit better and then do that internally. Because there's been a few times where he had a dodgy pit stop and things like that, where he's publicly kind of put the blame on him. Right. I, I, I don't think that's a good... I don't think that's a great look. But the rest of the time, he's been amused himself and definitely matured. Well, I felt, I felt like he was a bit subdued in Grill the Grid. I was a bit disappointed by that. Mm. Which is yeah, one he, YouTube uh, content series where they're like, trying to remember the world champions which Vettel will come to in a bit um, <laughs> and they put them on the map of the countries where the LF1 races are held and stuff like this and he's just kind of like eh. whereas that sort of stuff should be what Lando's all about he's got Quadrant he's got Twitch he's esports yo he gets taken out by Simon Paginot and then he's <laughs> Paginot even. and then he's you know a bit boring and grill the grid Ooh, oh. do you think he's uh, getting a wee bit of an ego that's but bit too good for all the Ooh, all the YouTube I content. I don't know. Or does he just know. have the real bad day? Like I think he just had a bad day and was tired or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Still, but good on track. Yeah. I'd give him 10 out of 10. I don't think he's put a foot wrong, really. I was going to go 9 and tie him with Hamilton. Mm. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> the long silence uh, is great for a podcast, yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, d- I recommend downloading night. Overcast, where you can uh, skip silences <laughs> for you. Nine. I'm going nine. Nine. And uh, Danny Rick, one fifth place. Five. Oh, just not got. <laughs> just not got. Not got to get up to the car. Uh, at all. He had like one weekend, wasn't he? I think that was also in Austria. One of them, I think. Mm. He looked like he was on top of the car and he made a breakthrough and then nothing came of it and he was back down to where he was before. He wasn't looking hungry recently and mm. we'll see in the second half of the season and he's got another year of the contract, but yeah, not feeling it. Not feeling it at the minute. It took him pretty much a full year to get used to the Renault. Yeah. Is this, is this going to be a write-off this season? Could be that, yeah. Could be that. I mean, I'd, I'd give him a... F- yeah, probably a five. 
Pretty, yeah. dis- pretty disappointing. I'm sticking to that five. Yeah. Yeah, the same for me. Other drivers, well, Sainz has went in a different car and got to speed pretty quick, whereas Ricardo hasn't, and well, neither has Perez. Mm. Mm-hmm. Alonso's gone in a new car and kind of picked up Vettel, so yeah, expect more from Ricardo. Yep. Speaking of Alonso, Alpine. Yeah. Is it Alpine or Alpine? Alpine? It is Alpine, but I still think Alpine in my head. Yeah, because <laughs> I've, I've heard both in the past couple of weeks. Because I think they were in, was racing in Le Mans as well. Yeah, finished third. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think Alonso did a parade lap. Oh, yes, he did, didn't he? The F1 and, car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Ocon was there as well, but I don't know if, don't know if he got on track. There was some confusion there. I thought Ocon was supposed to be doing the lap in the Formula 1 car, and then I was told it was cancelled, and then it turns out it happened. <laughs> ah. It's definitely Alpine. Yeah. Oh yes, they said so at the beginning of the season, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, the road cars have been Alpine for, I don't know, since the 60s, so it's just how it mm. is. Mm. This is probably about the closest team battle on the grid. Yeah. 6-5 Alonso in qualifying, 6-5 race for Ocon, 39 points to 38. One big one big differentiator, oh, one yes. win to Ocon. Ah. Exactly. But just speaking of drivers who are getting to speed with a new car, I thought he was struggling at the start of the year, Fernando. Mm. Yeah. But he's another one that's actually done well, unlike Ricardo and Perez, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bahrain was pretty disastrous, and there was a couple of other races yeah. where you thought, oh, has he passed it? But Bahrain, for example, I mean, first mm-hmm. race of the season, so you always still had that context. Even in the context of the first race of the season, I was like, oh, this is a publicity stunt. <laughs> it's definitely mm. not. It's definitely not. No, I really hold him in high high regard. I mean, Ocon had three lousy weekends on a trot after his contract. We kept joking about. Yes. Where yeah. there was nowhere, which blotted his copybook, and then he came back and won, which was an yeah. amazing, amazing drive. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like Alonso got the better of him up to that point. Yeah, I think the the points is misleading because. Is it 25 of those points have come from one very well achieved but also freak result? But Alonso's only one point behind, right? Yes. Yeah, so, and without a win. Interesting yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ocon, apparently, his car had damage when they changed the chassis. Oh, okay. To help explain, allegedly, the dropping form. Whether or not mm. it's true or not, we don't know, but it seemed to. Give him a bit of a boost, so. And on that one, you have to give a good portion of that uh, acclaim to Fernando Alonso mm-hmm. for holding off Lewis Hamilton for seven or eight oh, laps. Definitely, he did a good job there. So yeah, I was I was really disappointed with Ocon for a good while there because mm. uh-huh. he's so highly tipped. Like Lewis Hamilton, every yeah. time he's asked about him, says he's how great a driver he is. Mercedes still say he's an incredible driver. Ah well. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not doubting them, but we know Toto Wolff's his manager, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's a bit of... Yeah, you're right. There's a bit of... Oh, what's the word? Bias? Or... Yeah, up his totally bias. I was, I was going to say someone else, but bias Favourite. is probably nicer. <laughs> but... Yeah. Does that mean that Wolf gets paid by Alpine? He should be getting paid by Ocon. Yeah. yeah. Who gets paid by Alpine. Yeah, 
However, in football, that's not how it works because the clubs always end up paying agents, mm. top uh, agents, which I don't think is right. But I think in the F1 context, he'll be paid by Ocon. Mm. This He's is making a nice wee cut, isn't he? Yeah, he must yeah. get paid by Bottas, Ocon, Russell, Mercedes, <laughs> Mercedes, which he owns a bit of. Aston Martin. He had shares in Williams, which <laughs> well, he sold. Yeah. Aston Martin, mm. which he... such a subject. Yeah. Yes. I don't think we'll go into that. No, it's not. No. <laughs> Fear of getting sued. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's making a good wee cut for himself, Total Wolf. But, yeah, I'd probably rate Alonso higher than Ocon. Mm-hmm. Despite that's, Ocon getting that one. That's where I was leading to. That's what I was alluding yep. to. I've pulled you along for the ride there, Colin. I've sucked you in. Um, actually, yeah, it's, yeah. I agree with you. I'm going to give Alonso eight. Eight and seven. Ooh. In favour of Fernando. Yeah. He, he's faster than you. Seven and a half, six and a half. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, in favour of Ocon. That's controversial, Nick. Uh, in favour of Alonso. <laughs> I think right. Alonso's made a couple of little mistakes, especially near the beginning, to knock him down a little bit. And Ocon's big dip in form knocked him down a bit more. Mm. I haven't given yeah. Ocon a score, have I? I'm going to say seven and a half. Mm. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it was an amazing drive to get that win. But oh, if you ask me at the end of the year, then let's see. Mm. Yes. I mean, I'd, I'd have probably given them like a five if they hadn't won that last one. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Mid table mediocrity without that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Done with Alpine. Yep. Oh, yes. I still don't understand why they changed the name. Like, didn't they meet just like one car? So. Ah, ah. For now. <laughs> For now. I think what's happening is Renault Sport is being dissolved, basically. So after the current Megane mm-hmm. Renault Sport stops production in a couple of years, there will be no more fast, interesting Renaults. No. But yeah. there's going to be a electric hot hatch Alpine and some sort of SUV crossover Alpine, as well as the sports car stuff. Mm. So they will expand, yeah. But you're right. At the minute, it's like wow, all that money in F1 and Le Mans to promote one very, very niche car. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't yeah. make any sense. So they're, they're sort of getting the brand name out there before they switch on the production lines. It's a full Alpine race series, isn't it? I'm sure I've seen that on one of the motorsport channels the other day. There is, there's that sports car. They do two versions: GT4 to compete in GT4 competitions, and then like a cup version, which is very similar. And they've got a one make series. See, back in the day, it used to be one make Renault series everywhere, right? Yeah, mm. that's what they need to get back to. Yeah, I oh. nope, not going there. <laughs> I just, I just wish for the days of interesting Renaults, and now they just make. I've said it before, so they just make really a boring range of cars, and they go, "Oh, I wonder why people are buying less of our cars." Yeah, Wait, you saying you don't like the Kajar? Exactly, <laughs> that on. is. That, Come on, what's that? What's the Kajar is one of the most boring cars on sale. And have you seen that? Oh, I can't even remember the name of it. Arkansas? <laughs> is it called Arkansas or something? What's it even called? Arcana. I bet you've never even heard of that. It's a Kajar with like less space. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's going to save your company. Triggered. Arcana. <laughs> it all went downhill when they stopped making interesting fast Clios. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, and then they offloaded the DS range, which I was shocked about. Oh, yeah. Different company, that. Yeah. Different, no, different, DS3. no, different company. You might they were doing the DS3 under the range, though. It's a different no, that's company. Citroen. 
Oh yeah, no, I'll just tweet it. It's oh Jesus, God, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting all my French mixed up. Yeah. Au revoir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a big tangent anyway. So just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, we've I turned into a motoring podcast. Yeah, yeah. Which I'll clearly I know bugger all about. <laughs> I, just, I just got my French car manufacturer mixed up. Anyway, on to the Italians. Yes. Uh, Alpha Terry. The Swiss Italians. Swiss Italians? Oh no, I'm getting pretty confused with Italian. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> what, the I had Austrian the Italians. 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 And now I've lost it with the Formula One. Mm. <laughs> Austrian Italians. Jesus, that's, that's, that's what I was thinking. France talks for some reason. Mm. He's Austrian, not Swiss. And mm. obviously. Red Bull back in. Oh, I'm just going to stop talking now. I'm still digging. <laughs> Alpha Terry, uh, Pierre Gasly, outstanding driver of last season, continuing to his great form this year, got a third place in Azerbaijan. But he also fought for it. That was the best bit. Mm. Yeah. I know uh, there was a look involved to an extent to get to that position, but he was overtaken and re-overtook for it, which is, you don't see that in Formula 1. Are you going to start on a DRS rant here? No, do you know, I was nearly, and I left <laughs> it, and now you've triggered it. No, I'm not going to say it. No, I'm not going to say it, because we've been there before. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, Pierre's continuing his good form. He's only been out of mm. points three times. Got that podium. Yeah, Alpha Terry, he's got some real good qualifying results. And then, yeah, finished off with a fifth in Hungary. I just think he's... The Red Bull roster of the four drivers at the moment. Or even five, if you want to still include Albon. Yeah. Probably say he's the second best. Not going to disagree Definitely. with that. Yeah. Which makes me just want to see him in that. You see, I don't. Well, I do. Yeah. But I'd rather I, I, see him in a Ferrari. Yeah, I'd rather see him in something other than a Red Bull. Just because mm. I think it's kind of cursed for him. Yeah. But he deserves a top drive. Let's put it that way. It just, or I think he... He would do very well, not against Max. As we've seen now with three drivers in a bounce, you can't be a teammate to Max. Only Ricardo's managed mm-hmm. it, right? And Max was a bit wet behind the ears then. Mm. So, well, yeah, and Ricardo was the established driver at that point. Correct, yeah. Mm. So, where would he go? Where would he go? Do you reckon Williams could poach him if they don't have George Russell? No, that's nah. a step back for him. Alpine, at the moment. say. That's where he's going to end up. Well, when Alonso retires. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. That would make sense. Um, would, would Mercedes take a punt on him in a couple of years? No, they they might put him in Aston Martin or something. Um, they, I suppose they could do if Hamilton goes. Hamilton goes, Bottas is going to go either this oh, year or next true. year. So there will be a seat there in a couple of years' time. Would you go for a Gasly? Would you try and put Janoris? Paul the rest of <laughs> Andy Davidson, Andy Davidson. Youth players, that's football. Youth mm. prospects. I don't think they do at the minute because they didn't have too many, so they sort of calmed down. Yeah. You know, Ocon was was there and that was awkwardly cast mm. aside with the Force India shenanigans. Mm. Uh, and the bracing point. Um Oh, yeah, well, maybe Jack Villeneuve's actually right at the end of the day, but not for next year, but for when Hamilton retires, Stroll's in there. I can see that, actually. Not now, you, but in the future. Stoffel. Did you see Will Buxton's prediction for driving line up in five years' time? I did. I can't remember it was, but I remember laughing. F1 yeah. my team again. Oh, they were, they were mad. 
Really? I think the Ferrari lineup is still the same. Ah. Yes. Do you know what? F1 lineups in five years is a great idea for content. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Will. <laughs> um, let's see what he said. So he had said Red Bull will be Verstappen and Lando. That was it. Mm. Ferrari's the same. Mercedes is Russell and Ricardo. That was it, Ricardo. I just thought that was not happening. Oh, yeah, that's wild. Mm hmm. McLaren was Pat Ward and Pierre Gasly. That's wild as well. Pat Ward's amazing, though. Yeah, mm. he's a good driver in IndyCar. Yeah. I'd love to see a driver come from IndyCar again. It's been a while. Mm. A lot of them go there. Yeah, it's like an F1 graveyard. If you go over yeah. there, you're never going to be seen again over here. Hey, Grosjean was, did Oval and did all right. Anyway, Karim. Yeah, he's doing well. <laughs> um, Aston Martin was Nick DeVries and Liam Lawson. Lawson's a bit random. Is he in the I'm part of Liam Lawson in terms of the uh, lower formula. But... Isn't he a Red Bull back, though? It just took I out a lot of drivers in DTM at the weekend. Yeah, I heard something about that. But I didn't <laughs> see it. So I'm yeah. going on his uh, F2 driving. Yeah, he's actually been very good in DTM this year, but that was an unfortunate mm. thing. Where he got a puncher in the earlier in the race and he tried to fight back exagger- in an exaggerated fashion. Mm. Mm. Who was he? What's he got in Haas? Because. Ash won't be there in five years, so that's wrong. <laughs> well, Alpine will be Ocon and Theo Porcher. Porcher All right. Mm-hmm. Alpha Terry will be Dennis Hager and Arvid Lindbad. Ah, so that's just random Red Bull drivers at the minute. Yeah. yeah. Williams, Jamie Chadwick and Andrea Kimi Antonelli. Ah, Chadwick is an interesting one. I'd love to I'd see her get, get a drive, but I, I yeah, don't see it happening. Did she win the WTs last year? Yeah. Well, well the year before. Last year. Oh, yeah. yeah, but she won that reasonably convincingly. <laughs> Alpha Romeo, Mick Schumacher still there in five years with Arthur Leclerc. Oh, and yeah, Arthur Leclerc. Interesting. Then Haas, who are apparently still there, are Kyle Kirkwood and Zane Maloney. Has he just put down two millionaires? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> who and who? <laughs> so I don't think our picks for driver movements are too mad reading that. No, true. No. Do you want to score Gasly? Yeah. yeah. Nine. Ooh. He's spanked Shinoda 11 nothing and quarter. Oh, yeah, we don't even so. talk about that. Yeah. yeah, so Gasly, I would give eight and a half. I would go nine as well. I'd put him on a par with Gasly. Um, he is Gasly. On a par with Norris <laughs> and Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, he's on a par oh, with himself. Man, well, I think we're all losing our mind here. Yeah, yeah. Shinoda, mm. uh, on the other hand. I think has been pretty poor. Uh, yeah, I would say so. He, he started off in Bahrain, and everyone thought, oh, here's a talent here. Second coming of Takuma Sato. Here we go. <laughs> but for a rookie year, it's not been great. He started to get a little bit better in recent races. Qualifying is a stinker. Qualifying is awful, and he still makes too many mistakes for me. But it's he's just a so... young driver, rookie. Yeah. But... The talk is he's under pressure already from Dr. Marco. Well, of course he is. He's moved to Italy now and everything. Mm. Yeah, not, yeah. not Switzerland. Yeah, um, He's exciting, but now yeah. he needs to be more than exciting. He needs to be rapid. I don't see that at the minute. And it's a shame. Oh, mind you, do Red Bull have anyone else ready to go in there? Albon. Oh, who yeah. just won in DTM. He Albon. could... Go and back. next in line is Yuri Vips, but I'm not convinced on him either. 
So it could Albon could be Sonoda stepping in. I think they've said that Sonoda will probably get another year to prove himself. I think that's probably fair, but he's mm-hmm. not doing it at the minute. Not doing it at the minute. It's too, it is early days, but it's it's the Delta. Oh God, he's a F one ten. The gap. <laughs> it's like saying boxed instead of pit. Um, <laughs> to Gasly's too big, especially in qualifying. Yes. And there's still can't be knocked out in Q three. Q one. Yes, Q one. <laughs> I like the, the brief pause as your brain processed it. Like, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. But he just, all the spins and everything he's had in qualifying, you know, Emma, he binned it. Paul Ricard, he binned it. Mm. Recent weeks, he hasn't binned it from memory, but he's still not there. So, yeah, I'm disappointed. He spun on his own at the end of Hungary. Did he? Off camera. Yep. Yes, huh? apparently so. On the onboard highlights, you can watch it on the YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I still rate Sonoda, especially when his performance is in F2, and he has been promoted very quickly. I think the last person to have that happen to him was Max, and that was a bit of an outlier, but Sonoda went straight from F3 to F2 yes. to F1 in mm. consecutive seasons. And now he's going to go to Super Formula Super GT. <laughs> and have a long career in Japan. But yeah, I think he's actually done reasonably well this year as a rookie up against someone mm. who's at the top of their game. And I say reasonably well. I just meant he hasn't been a failure in my eyes, but he also hasn't been a success. Well, I don't know. 9 nil in qualifying is failure to me. But oh, I wouldn't know. I'm asking. But oh. he, didn't, he didn't take back in a couple of qualifiers, I don't yeah. think, because ah. he'd been there. <laughs> yes. So. Of course, 11 races, sorry. Mm. I'm being harsh because I think he's exciting and he's got the skills, so I really hope he pushes on. But it's uh, mm. 4 for me. I was going five, right down the middle. Yeah, I'll go five. I just want more. Oh, yeah. I think Gasly as a teammate is a bit of a... It's almost like Max in that anyone who's come in there as a rookie was just going to be shown up. Who was Gasly's teammate before he moved to Red Bull? Hartley. Oh, I was going to say Brendan Hartley, yeah. And I, I liked Brendan Hartley, but Gasly did have the better of him. Yeah. It's only been Max that's he's failed on. Anyway, back to mm-hmm. Gasly again somehow. Shinoda... No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> uh, now on to the fourth racing point, Aston Martin. The fourth point, Martin. So we just said, yeah, mm-hmm. like it. With Juan Stroll and Sebastian Vettel. Now, in my head, Stroll's had a terrible season, but then when I look at his points, he's kind of been about the lower end of the, of the points, which. Is Kenny where that car is on a mm-hmm. good day? Mm. So he's probably not done that bad. Um, he had the boy in Azerbaijan and then it was his own fault at Hungary. Uh, yeah, definitely. Patel but was disqualified from second place in one race, though, right? Yeah, mm. Hungary, yeah. Yeah, and he got second in another race, which he did keep. Yep. Which Azerbaijan, I think that was. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. I think, for me, I smashed Vettel at the start of the year. I mm. absolutely... Ate him alive, uh, <laughs> but somehow he's, I've regurgitated him, and he's come very strong now. Uh, although he messed up his Silverstone um, by spinning oh. in uh, the sprint, or was it the race? It was the race. Oh, the mm. important one. And in Austria, I don't remember him doing much. He's been spotty, but he's yeah. rejuvenated anyway. 
Um, and Stroll is still hit and miss for me, but maybe you're right, maybe he's actually doing okay. We're just under the radar. Yeah, I was looking at the points, and Stroll has 18 points, and Vettel got 18 points just from that one second place. Mm. Um, and he's only 12 points ahead of Stroll. So, yeah. really, I think Stroll has outperformed Vettel, but Vettel's got the much better results when it's mattered. But, mm-hmm. on the flip side to that, if you'd say Strong is the younger one, he was already embedded in the team. Vettel was the older one, struggling to get to form. Vettel's out of qualified him 6-4. to four. It's Indeed, close. Yeah. But qualifying pace is the marker of someone, you know, maybe declining in form. And mm. that's not the case here. No. It's hard to tell. Basically, it's a bad season for the team. It is. In comparison it, it, to last year. And even comparison it, um, to the... Sorry, Cam. Even in comparison to the years previous. Anyway, sorry. Mm. I'm just thinking that Stroll's been let down a few times yeah. in quali by the team. He's also let mm. himself down a few times in quali. Yeah. Um, Brad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love it Brad. when Stroll and Brad are talking. It's, it's yeah. brilliant. It's like being told off by a school teacher. <laughs> you know, it's farted really loudly in history. Brad's like, <laughs> no, Lance. Get out. Oh. Uh. It's like the fact you chose history for that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Patel, I'm still not convinced. He's had a couple of good races there. I'm still not convinced. He's still mm. there. But, yeah. I'm just glad that team stopped moaning about the rule change. Fernando oh, yeah. First, Thank first God few weeks of the season, that was non-stop. Mm. Thank God for that. Um, but I hope... I do hope they're better next year. Although, mm. I really liked that team when they were forced in there. Oh, yeah. And there were the underdogs, but now Lauren Strolls went in there with hundreds of millions. Yeah, I just, it's, they've lost a bit of the shine for me. I'd agree with that. I mean, it's, it's because they've got more money now, but they're performing like an underdog. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Hmm. You know, maybe if it was, uh, imagine Fiji and Mali wasn't exactly someone you could get behind. But, no, 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 but the, the team itself, the team. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and was if Force India were in seventh, you'd that. think, oh, fine, they've had an alright season. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and they're always sniffing about the podium. Mm. It was they were a great little team. Oh, when Fisichella could have won Spa, those were the days. Oh, don't. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, Kimmy. <laughs> yeah, Kimmy. Spoil spot. Did they not? They got smashed out of a race at. Was it Suto got smashed at a race at Monaco as well? When he was on for like his first good points. Oh, I don't know about that. And I think someone smashed in the back of him. I actually think it was Kimmy. Was it Kimmy uh. again? I think, I'm not 100% <laughs> sure, but I think Kimmy drove into the back of him coming out of the tunnel. I think you're right. Or Someone went in the back of him. You're thinking yeah. right, it was Kimmy. Adrian Sutil, that's a name that's pulled out of the draw. I have a signed hey. Adrian Sutil t-shirt. Ooh. Do you really? Yeah, courtesy of a, a website we all know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right from back in Six Axis uh, tournament yeah. days. Oh, that's, that's my cool. One and only tournament win. Yeah, well done. <laughs> well, change that. <laughs> oh, there's Kimmy driving into the back of Sutil there. Yeah, it was Kimmy. I can't believe I remember that. Monaco 2008. I think he's in third or fourth. He was in a great position. I was going like his best finish ever. Because he was in tears after it. <laughs> so oh, we're saying we Kimmy hates that team. <laughs> yeah, Kimmy, yeah. Kimmy absolutely hates them. 
<laughs> yeah, I hope they're a bit better next year anyway. Yeah. Patel, did we rate him? Six. I'm going to give Patel so? ten. <laughs> because he could name... Ten, no, ten out of ten. Because he could name all the F1 champions off the top of his head in oh, date order. Nothing to do with his track appearance. I was like, wow. That was ridiculous. I'll give him that. Yeah. How, how far back did you guys get? Uh, oh, 2016. I... <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I was trying it, I could get to uh, the early 90s. The early 90s, pre... 94 Schumacher was the last one I got to, if I went from new. And then after, before that, it's all like Senna, Prost, Senna, Prost, Senna, Prost. Well, 93 PK. was Prost, 92 was Mansell. Mansell's in there, yeah. Ooh, 91. Senna or Prost or something, wasn't it? Yeah. 90 was Prost, I think. 91 was Senna. I'm not sure now. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, I think I can I, get to. That's the era I when I got to. Yeah, I think I got to 88, but it was just guessing those ones. Oh, <laughs> yeah. nice. You did better than me. And then before that, I, I, I for, totally forgot that like, Nelson Piquet and that existed. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I was just I was going after that. Kiki Rosberg and all that. Rosberg, yeah. And I tried it with WRC in my mind, and I could get much further along. <laughs> <laughs> but then it turns out I knew even less about the 70s than Formula 1. Yeah, ah. I couldn't tell you who won it last year. The year before that. Oh, yeah, well, I don't, <laughs> no, no one expects people to know about the BRC. It's just me that watches yeah. it. But it's doing cars. Get back to Sarto. Oh, shall we go now? Let's try. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember them. So that's going to be embarrassing. Well, we'll do that for another episode. I've got a sporkle <laughs> quiz to share with you later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so and, uh, Stroll, uh, six. Yeah, I won't argue with that. Yeah, I'm six for the pair for me they both had ups and downs in different ways neither of them stood out Vettel for his second place but once again not really through mm. his own endeavours uh, I'm quite ambivalent about Aston Martin Williams everyone's yeah I didn't really care about Williams to be honest but some people's favourite team uh, mm-hmm. we've got points we've got yeah. ten of them why are they called the Rillian Capital F1 uh yeah, it's surprising that they we're talking about them this soon in this very long podcast. Yes. Mm. So that's an amazing result thanks to Hungary and George Russell's endeavours of letting go get let Latifi have the points with the strategy. Stunning drive for both of them. And finally they got some points, whereas we're all just talking about Mr. Saturday. So that's good. And Mr. Saturday has scalped. Latifi in every qualifying still. Mm, yeah. Still mad. undefeated. 11 qualifying. You'd think Latifi uh, would get closer to him at some point this year, but he just he hasn't. No. He's been nowhere in qualifying. He's done yeah. a bit better in races, though. Mm. He has been yeah. pretty close in race pace. Um, and he's actually got more points than George. So, As we all know, that means he's the best. Robert Kubica mm. and Robert Kubica. Latifi are better than George Russell. Yeah. So. Yeah. You he see, you say that Mercedes I, was that a bit of irony there, Colin? No, the Kimi Räikkönen fans will have you. <laughs> no, not the Kimi Räikkönen fans. Robert Kubica fans. The Polish. <laughs> the Polish. <laughs> Just in general. Uh, well, you're not wrong. They love him. Yeah, they do. Paul Robert with his running out of fuel on the mon. Oh, oh dear, that was bad. Yeah, oh, I had the pain. Yeah. Bernard. Anyway, 
Williams, yeah. Fine. Yeah. Which improved? Bit of a step mm. forward. They're competitive and qualifying. Couple of Q3 appearances now. Yeah. Yes. Two for George. Mm. And yeah, they're ahead of Haas all the time. And Alfa Romeo, which is. I think is nice. Haas is more a step back. And then Alpha, I think Alpha are probably actually a bit better in the races. They've just yeah. made a mess of everything. Yeah, yeah. Seven points now they need to make up there. Big mark against George is taking out Bottas at Imola. Yes. Oh, and and he can't race. No. There's <laughs> been a few instances with him. He's got wrong, isn't there? I'm just trying to remember. Well, he had a little biff with science, although I felt at the time it was a bit harsh to get a penalty at Silverstone. Mm. Yep. Um, and he just went backwards a lot, in, especially at Algarve. Uh, oh, was that this year? Mm, yeah. yeah. Algarve went backwards a lot at the start, just sort of yeah. vanished. Uh, there's been other races where on the lap one he's just sort of disappeared. But I actually don't put that down to him. I put that down to the car. Yeah. And I think his one lap pace is phenomenal, and the car's very well very, uh, set up to just be a uh, qualifying car. All this mm-hmm. will be proven right or wrong when he's in the Mercedes seat. Exactly, yeah. So the decision apparently has been delayed because it was supposed to be around now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Total Wolf, I think, has seen have delayed that decision. The longer it's delayed, the more chance Bottas has got, I think. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because um, if they're going to make the switch, they just do it. But mm. either they're trying to lead Bottas on to play the team game mm. for the rest of the year, or they're just considering keeping it the same because they're quite happy. We'll lose yeah. fighting. If- if I was Bottas, I'd be like, I'll do everything in my power for the rest of the year. And in return, can I have a drive? <laughs> Please. To help out. Please. You know, just help out <laughs> as much as I can. I'll get on my knees. And then let's do it. Anyway, I Williams. Still, yeah, I still think George will be there the next year. I'm, I'm going more and more away from him. I'm going to Mercedes. Really? Mm. Yeah, I just I come back to it. Do they want another situation where the two drivers are fighting each other? Mm-hmm. And I don't mind. I don't mind the world because I think if George was in that car, he would be fighting Hamilton. And I don't think they really want that again. But yeah, the other true. way to look at it is, um, say Hamilton has one season with the new rules and then retires. Do you want to then instantly promote Russell or give him a season to get used to the car? True. But I don't know if it's just because I want Russell to appear in the Mercedes, but I feel like he will be. I don't know if it's hard. If it's not next stuff. year, he's going to be getting desperate and he'll sign for someone else. Like, Alf, uh, well, there isn't anyone else. Aston Martin, <laughs> I could see him at, but not next year. Yeah, true. Aston Martin's a good one. Mm. Oh, he goes and does Le Mans for a year or something, or IndyCar. I don't know. Decent season so far. Oh, yeah. Russell, very... I think, probably done eight. Out of 10. Latifi, I'd never say he's in a 6, 7. I'm still not impressed by him. But is it a 6 or a 7 or a 6.5, Colin? Yeah, I'll go 6.5 then, since we're doing halves. <laughs> I'd give Latifi a 6, just. And that's just because of his high finish at Hungary. Yeah, he I had to keep really... it together in that race, didn't he? So, fair yes, fine. but I don't think he's performed much at all in any other races so far. And Russell has just outshined him completely. I'd agree with that. Six and eight for me. The two for six. Russell. I would eight. give Russell eight and a half. Ooh, yeah, nice. I would have given him the same as the other drivers that I'd given nine. I'm not going to list them in case I get them wrong again. <laughs> but that mistake in Imola. 
knocks it down a little bit. Yeah, with you on that one. A shame. Still, if that's any mistake all season, no props. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Alpha 2, the Romeos, this time the Swiss <laughs> Italians. The Swiss Italians. The yeah. Swiss Italians. This is what I meant earlier. The Swiss Italians. Yep. Swiss Italians. Uh, I was actually surprised when you know, this that Giovinazzi's done better in qualifying than Kimmy. Mm. Oh, but Kimmy's bad in qualifying this year. He's just bad. Yeah, but the races have been closer. Mm. Yeah. I didn't expect Kimmy to have been ahead in the races. So he's got two points and Giovinazzi's got one. Giovinazzi's really good at the first lap. Mm. And not much else. Mm. Yeah. No. I was surprised he kept him. So was I. I didn't think he'd be there this year. Mm-hmm. But he's done okay. I think The car's just not mm-hmm. good. That's the bottom line. The car's not good enough. Yeah. And he's done no. okay. Giovinazzi did very, very well at Monaco. Mm. Mm. Um you got to give him points for that. But, oh, he's sometimes so anonymous. You think, oh, yeah. why has he finished last? Oh, he's got a penalty, but I don't really know or care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's fighting in front of the Haas drivers with the Williams. Mm. It's a disastrous yeah. season so far. Yeah. But depending on how many races are cancelled, there's a lot, a long way to go. Yeah, we kept saying at the start of the year they look quite good. Uh, and then they don't. Yeah, <laughs> never. They haven't. Pre-season I, testing. I never learn. Yeah. Pre-season testing is always a falsehood. Yeah, and it's been a sour trait, actually, over the years to go great oh. in testing. The old TWR trick. <laughs> yeah. The thing I have enjoyed about Alfa Romeo this year was Kimi fighting in races. Mm. He's been trying, hasn't he? Think like Silverstone. He's been Silverstone, who put up a big fight against Perez. Mm. And there's been a few other races where he's got his elbows out and I'm like, yeah, that's the old Kimi. Like, where was this guy in Ferrari? Yeah, mm. yeah, true. Why didn't you have this fired up your backside well, back then? Fired in your belly, not fired up your backside. But you know what I mean. <laughs> like, why, why, why was it shown that level of interest when he was at Ferrari? I suspect Ferrari. He was, he was a deliberately signed number two. Yeah, mm. I don't think he is at, at Alpha. Do you think he'll be there next year? Yes. Yeah. Nick? Well, I'm not sure, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. I you, can see both of them leaving, and I can see both of them staying. Yeah. I think there's no one else really ready. Callum Eilat, maybe. That'd be nice. Yeah, you've got Eilat, Porcher, and Schumacher for me are the three people who could get that seat. Yeah. And Bottas, depending how things goes. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a weird rumour for me, that. But Porcher <laughs> is too early. Eilat doesn't really have the experience, and it depends if Schumacher stays at Haas or not. Doing some free practice on the island. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm leaning towards them both staying just because it's such a bad mm. car this year. Um, it, it might be argued it's not a fair assessment. Yeah. I think if Kimmy wants to stay, he'll stay. Just depends if he's had enough. He's pretty peed off with Alpha at the moment. After every race, he's kind of fed up with having a crap car. Whenever there's an incident, well, we're not fast enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's crazy that he's in yeah. a position where he's allowed to just be so honest, which is which is cool. It's entertaining. But to be fair, the really team yeah. the same thing as well. Yeah, I don't think Kenny will be there next year. I think they'll, Ooh. I think they'll probably save themselves some money. Oh yeah, if they cheap. do go with Bottas, I don't think Bottas will be particularly cheap. But if they go for a car, my lot, they'll save themselves mm. fifteen million a year. Expensive though, can he? 
No, and I'm, I'm, might cost a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure if they'll keep him again. I think if they get Bottas, he'll be gone. Mm. I think it'll either be this lineup or it'll be Bottas and I will. Designed mm. to career room for our GT cars. <laughs> yeah. I actually kind of hope they both stay the same, but we'll see. Both stay even. Mm. I don't even know what to talk about the next, the last one. Well, we've got to we do still it. haven't given a score yet. Oh, no, yeah. Never not. Uh, <laughs> How many ice creams out of 10 for Kimmy? <laughs> I'd give him seven because he's been fighting. And I'd give Giovinazzi a, I don't know, five or six. As Tom says, he's pretty anonymous. Mm. I think I would go for a six for Giovinazzi and a six and a half for Kimmy. But only just, just because he's outperformed in the races so much. Mm. I'm going to give Giovinazzi a six as well. I'm going to give Kimmy, you know, one of those own brand small rectangular chalk ices with the white wrapper, <laughs> which is really enjoyable, but ultimately there are far nicer ice creams available, so it's another six for me. Mm. Mm. What I like about those is you end up eating half the paper off the wrapper as well because it all sticks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it only costs you three pence. Well, the cheap. Chalk yeah. Yeah. ice. Mm. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's favourite team? Haas, who I've written down Mick and Dick. But, <laughs> um, Mick and Nikita Mazepin. Uh, 9-2 qualifying, 9-2 in races I've got. From including the DNFs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I'm nothing really to say. Mick's done okay. Yeah. He's in a he's in a terrible car. I didn't realise how terrible until went to Silverstone and just seen how slow they were and it was it was sad like everyone was giving them like a considerable clap as they went past as like just keep going um and actually Mazepin I think beat Schumacher that day they got past him that's the one race he's beating him on speed I think yeah Yeah, for his stole and then for his chicane Mazepin he's keeping it together a bit better now Mm -hmm. but the, the car's so bad, it's hard to say anything about them. Mm. Yeah. Schumacher's given a good, solid performance. And I think he's performed better than a lot of people thought he might in his first season. Yeah, I think a lot of people going into the year were like, oh, this Mazepin might give him a bit of a run for the money. Yeah. He's actually Clearly thrashed him. The number one. Yeah. And he's quite nice. You know, mild-mannered, polite. Mm. Not that that gets your points, but... No, I just think throughout his career he's sort of taken his time to get used to things and then come good, but I don't think that's going to work in F1. That's why I don't think he'll get to Ferrari. Mm, that might be true, yeah. Well, we'll see. He might mm. develop a ruthlessness. Exactly, yeah, it's still very early. That's just my mm. thoughts on it, but we have to see. Whereas Mazepin... Oh, he's ruthless enough. Yes. <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> There's a driver in there with because he had there some is. good performances in F2. Yeah. It's just whether he can make the step up to F1. He, grew, he really struggled to start the year. It's yeah. long. He's getting better now, though. He's getting better. He did have a spin at Silverstone, but since then, I don't really remember him doing much. I mean, he was no. taken out of uh, Hungary because of the pit palaver, wasn't he, where uh, someone pulled out in front of him? Yep. Kimmy, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. Again. Kimmy hates everyone, I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> just... But, uh, 
Yeah, I think part of my thing is I I don't like Mazepin because I don't think he deserved the seat in the first place rather than mm. how good he actually is. I thought about it and I think there was just other deserving drivers who should have got it ahead of him. But he's not quite as bad as I kind of made out at the beginning. But I still don't think he's performed well this year. He's better now, but mm. I can't forgive him at the minute for that early season drama. Like moving across yeah. Azerbaijan. It's not just making mm-hmm. mistakes. It's been a bit dirty as well. Yes. For like last. So it's a bit like, Ugh. um, You know, I'm going to say four for Mazepin because I still think mm-hmm. he's getting together and he's beating Mick on one occasion. But then just the other stuff. Ugh. So I think yeah. that was level with Shinoda, actually. Maybe that's a bit harsh on Shinoda. And then uh, Mick, I can't judge him. So it's a seven. It might be amazing, but you can't tell because the car, you know, it's like you watch the F1 field go past and, oh, it's yeah. John Thorne in his insignia, you know, British touring car <laughs> back in the day. Just completely in his own class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean with that. Um, I would give Mazepin a four, but that's only from the last couple of races that that's mm. jumped up from what would have been worse. Yeah, I give him a four, that's justified that it was actually quite good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, whereas Schumacher I'll give a 6 for the same reasons as you in that I don't think we can fully judge his yeah you're not sure Mm -hmm. because he's only a couple of times had a race with other people that weren't Mazepin it's a good fight for Stappen exactly for a a a car yeah but yeah I think 6 for Schumacher we'll have to see how well he does against other people Mm mhm do you think Haas will get a point this year? No. The best position's been 12. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're anywhere near it, are they? No. Unless we get another Hungary and they get lucky. I can't see them getting any points. No. Do you think they'll be here in two years' time? Not as Haas. I think the team will be here. Mm. Who's going to buy it then? Mazepin. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe when the Russian ban gets lifted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he can fly under the flag again. His dad might just buy the team outright. Yeah, that's a good point. The, uh, he's practically funding it as it is, so. Mm-hmm. Who's going to get as a second driver then? Oh. Kvyat. Danny Kvyat. <laughs> Sirotkin. <laughs> oh, God. Vitaly Petrov so, returning. Boom. The uh, Kvyat memes are just going through my head. <laughs> was Petrov Russian? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I can you name any other Russian F4 drivers. I've got Petrov, Sirotkin. God, it's easy to forget him. Yeah. Kvyat, oh, yeah. Mazepin. Um, was Markov didn't drive? But he's Russian, isn't he? He's had a couple of uh, practice appearances. Has he? Right. Yeah, I think that's there it. have been three Russian drivers. Mm-hmm. Well, we just named four, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Petrov, Sergei Sorokin, Danny Fiat. So Mazepin doesn't count he's, because he's not allowed to be Russian. Oh, is is he just yeah. RAF at the minute, like Russian Federation or something? Well, yes. no, he's under a neutral flag. Yeah, because the oh, Russians right. are banned in international sport, aren't they? Yep. Hmm. Uh in rallying, uh, the the Russian drivers just have like it's white instead of a flag, and it says RAF on it. Mm. Mm. I was like, Royal Air Force? What the heck? But it's yeah. Russian Automobile <laughs> Federation or something. Uh, but Mazepin's not even that interesting. Yes. No, he's under a neutral flag. So what happens if he wins a race? What's what's the national anthem? I don't think he's allowed to be played. 
Wow, yep. interesting. Because he did get round it by painting the bombing car. The yeah, colours yeah. of the flag, though. Yeah. Which I thought, I thought someone in the FIA might have gone, hold on the new. Like, <laughs> take that blue out and put that to be pink or something. Yeah. It was the company yeah. colours, though. That's the thing. That's why they're allowed to get away with it. Yeah, you oh, Cali. Have you been outside? I was going to say Gazprom there, but that's that's <laughs> Champions League. Lacoil. <laughs> yeah. What else we've got? Rosneft. They're all like the Russian oil giants, aren't they? Oil energy yeah. giants. Mm. Yes, in two years' time, Gunter Steiner will be in charge of the Lada Formula One team. Oh no, I would, <laughs> I would actually support that. Yeah, <laughs> I love a good Lada. <laughs> in an ironic uh, kind of fashion. Uh, honestly, if it was Lada, I would. It's something to cheer on, isn't it? Oh, look yeah. at the Lada. <laughs> but Lada's under the Renault Group these days, so that moved me no. That's you know. true. That's two t- two F one teams that they're funding there. Although if you've seen Black Widow, there's a, a strong appearance from Alada. I, I haven't, but <laughs> that oh, you look forward to that. Watching it. Oh That's yeah, there's a lot of Alada going on in that film. <laughs> Colin's like, is it? I've, I've seen the film. I, I can't see I pay that much. The highlight was but I can imagine when you watch a film at the cinema, you're sitting there with your notepad, got yeah. seeing whatever card you can see. Oh, I'm really bad for. Yeah, that's uh, the 1985 version with the extra. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> if it's like a period drama, I'm like, oh, that car wasn't made till 2007. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. That, that is our time. To go, I think. Yes. Well, I'm discussing why this here, probably. Did uh, you give a rating, Colin? I just agreed with you. I can't, <laughs> I can't yeah, get my energy up to care about Haas, unfortunately. I think we've just great to talk about all the possible driver swaps. Do you think Perez will be there next year? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Bottas? Yeah. No. Sonoda? Yes. Yep. Stroll, Vettel? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Latifi? Yes. His dad owns a chunk, doesn't he? Or he's putting um, a chunk in. He doesn't own any. He owns part of McLaren, doesn't he? Oh, uh, yeah. But, um, Latifi and McLaren, confirmed. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Latifi will be at Williams next year. But, there's um, that interesting story yeah, going around, though. Uh, there's an interesting story where it's like, Williams now no longer need pay drivers, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering yeah. if they're just sort of doing it to try and spur Latifi on to be better. I don't think they do need pay drivers, but it doesn't hurt either. They are in a position, Williams, to, you know, mm. recruit a driver if needs be, if George mm-hmm. moves. And, I, and yeah. I think that will set the driver market alight. Yes. They already told Dan Tickton they wouldn't get drives, so he was released. So they're, <laughs> they've also got an idea of what they want. God, a Mazepin Tickton team. God. Louder <laughs> <laughs> as well. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Kimi, Giovinazzi, I think, yes, no, yeah. from both of us. And then Mickey Masbin, yeah, I think they're, they're both of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do so. yeah. Do you think Gunter will be there? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to get headhunted by a, <laughs> a Netflix film. <laughs> you know, change to acting career. Netflix will lose half of viewership if he goes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Actually, he's probably got the backing of F one to you know. Listen, you sure going to get rid of him? It's probably best if you keep him. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm still sticking with my prediction that McLaren will win a race this year. Although Hungary was a perfect chance. Yeah, 
but I still think they'll do it. When you've got this weird upside-down calendar at new tracks, anything happens. Mm-hmm. Still sticking with your pre-season predictions? I, I said Ferrari for third in the championship constructors, and I'm sticking with that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely stick with my predictions, but I can't remember what the hell they were. Uh, <laughs> I think I might have said Hamilton to win the title, but I could be wrong there. I think I said Max. but I, probably I still think it'll be Max. Yeah, I'm so championship, Max, Max, Hamilton. Yeah. The thing with these is we should have written them down at the time, but we haven't. So we'll, before the yeah, end of the season done. review podcast, we'll listen back and work it out. Yeah, and realise that I said totally the opposite of what I've said now. <laughs> <laughs> there was one thing before we go, just very quickly. Um, is it Sam Smeltwatch? Um, <laughs> yes, he's uh, got to drive. Um <laughs> Did you see the news today about the um, overtaking award? No. Well, I've seen they were doing one. But... I just thought it was crap. But um, yeah, there will be an <laughs> overtaking award at the end of next season for the person with the most overtakes in the season. Well, now hang on a minute. I stifled my DRS front earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Insert here. Just copy and paste it from a previous podcast. What's the point yeah. of an overtaking award if you're just going to have to press a button and a flap opens you drive past someone? The point yeah. of it is it's sponsored by Crypto.com. Oh, indeed. So. There we go. <laughs> yes. So that every, think... at the end of every race, there's going to be a table on the screen now. Crypto.com overtaking award. Yes, apparently there are new graphics coming for it. <sighs> but if there's going to be an overtaking award, just make it like in football, we have a goal of the season. Overtake of the year. Right. Yeah. You know, not the most amount sense. of overtakes because it's going to be the person who can't qualify well, but races all right. Yeah. Not, or not if, the best overtaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if someone at the front spins out a few times. There you go. Yeah. They're just going to fight back. Yeah. But that was it. I wanted to raise lot. the fact that it was a crap idea. That is a crap idea. Yep. It's pure commercial because mm-hmm. the full press release is all about Crypto.com. So they're the title partner of the free sprint events and they're the seventh global partner and they're driving this award. Yes. It's the equivalent so of. That was that big foot. boy, Body Boss, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 wing foot. Mm. Oh yeah, what was it? What did I call it? Flight foot or something? <laughs> Light foot. The like foot in mouth yeah. award. <laughs> <laughs> so this weekend, everyone's back at Spa, mm-hmm. which I'm going with a Verstappen win. I'd agree. Oh, now, just quick before I finish, then he's <laughs> never done well at Spa. Is that correct? In no, terms of ended up in the wall. Yeah. yeah, he lost his front wing at turn one one year. I remember this, and but it's it's his second home Grand Prix because I'm going to say something that could be completely wrong. But isn't his mum from Belgium? Yes. And doesn't I he think. technically have a Belgian passport? I believe. I think he was born in Belgium. Yes. Hmm. So it's more of a home race than Zandvoort, controversially. Oh dear. In some ways, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, especially, there's a lot of touch. This is, the, of all the years, to get that home win, this will be the mm-hmm. one. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to go for that as well. I'm going to buy I into the so. hype. Because Red yeah. Bull have always been good in Sector 2, that should put them on par with Mercedes at Spa, but this year they seem to have a quicker mm. car in a straight line as well. So I think they'll smash it. And yeah. also, Touring Cars is back at Thruxton. It is. Come on the Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I already said Senna Proctor just... to win that, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I just hope it's tidier than the first go round at trucks. Oh, it will yeah. be. There's always first race rustiness. Mind you, now they're in the swing of things. They might be biffing and barging. Mm. True. Biffing and barging. <laughs> we love it. Uh, 
Was it hip and shoulder? Paul O'Neill loves to say. Hip and shoulder, that is a good one. So we'll be back next week with another review podcast of both the F1 and the Touring Cars. Thanks again for joining us. And if you like the podcast, give us a follow on Twitter at Final Corner Pod and leave us a review wherever you downloaded this and make it good, please. <laughs> After this one, we'll... I don't think the chances are high of that. True. <laughs> If this sounds good, then I've cut oh, half it true. out. Oh, so. yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'll make it work. It will sound great by the time you guys hear it. So, if you enjoy this, like, review, follow us, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye bye.